Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Alrighty, here we go. It's a new day and a new boy. <laughs> Just like that's basically every single week now until I guess maybe six or seven episodes from now, and then we'll be moving on from this like day by boy, boy by day yeah. situation that we have going on now. Yeah, day by day. Three prophets, I pray. Yeah, three chapters. Actually, that's going to fit because we've got Nahum. We do have three chapters, yeah. We've got Nahum today, which is three chapters. And then next week is Habakkuk, which is three chapters. And then Zephaniah, which is three chapters. And then Haggai, which is two chapters. Oh, wow. And then Zechariah, which will be five chapters in one day. So lots of of one-offs here. Yeah, oh my goodness. Okay, what did we do last time? Micah, there was a big lawsuit against God and Micah or someone or God and Israel or mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and yep. then yeah, about that. probably God won. Because wasn't God like... Also the judge. Yeah. Prosecution, <laughs> jury, judge, yeah. everyone. Yep, yep, pretty much. It's very yes. unclear. It was pretty amazing. What, what role he was not other than maybe the defendant. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming he wasn't like against himself. Yeah, he was definitely not the defendant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, <laughs> which was fun. So anyway, we enjoyed that very much. Uh, and then I believe we got our first 100 on a quiz. Or, or second. Oh, or yeah. There have been very few 100s in our lives. And we did it. Well done, yeah. everyone. Yeah, we yeah. crushed it on that quiz. Really and today, did. we're going to be doing another quiz or maybe two. I've got a couple oh, picked okay. out already for Nahum. Okay. Do we know anything about this person? Yeah. Okay. So let me give you just some super, super basic kind of stuff. Um, so okay. according to what I can find here, Nahum lived... Right. So this book chronologically is actually nice that it works out this way, but he comes chronologically in between Micah, who we just finished, and Habakkuk, who's next. Did I say he's next? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he's next. Yeah, he was the one who I was like, Habakkuk or something. <laughs> oh, right. Habakkuk. Yeah. So we got a little, it's like a little Nahum sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That well, we're working with. Right. We're kind of moving chronologically so correct. in order. Yes, which is nice. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, good. So... Probably during the reign of King Jotham, mm-hmm. who I remember his name, but don't remember anything about him. So that's cool. Excellent. But yeah, basically, it, it, the deal the deal with this, and, and I think we'll find this out right away when we start, but his whole deal is prophesying and maybe also talking about his actual experience or maybe just in a vision, prophesying, and maybe his vision, thank you, Emily, uh, about the fall of Nineveh. Okay. Oh. Which is the city. And yes. Nineveh was where Jonah was supposed to be going. Oh, right. That's where he was going to escape go. to on that 
Or no, that's no, where no, he was no, supposed no. to go, and he, he didn't. He was supposed to go to Nineveh right. and did not. Oh, cool. Well, but then he did, because the whale brought him there. Oh, that was nice of the whale. Yes. Yeah, and spat him out. <laughs> I forgot that. Yep. He's like, you know what? I'll just strap you off. You were in my belly for a while. It kind of sucked. So here you go. <laughs> this is where you were headed. That's interesting, though, because do you remember in Jonah, where he finally got out of the whale and showed up and was like, doom and destruction if you don't change your ways. And everyone was like, okay, cool, we'll change our ways. And then... Like the very first person ever to make right. that happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all it took was a whale. Maybe all the prophets should be eaten by whales. Mm, Maybe the whale's right. the one who should get all the credit on that one. Oh, for sure. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. And so I guess this would mean then that supposedly God then spared them because they did what Jonah said, but then maybe later when, when who are we reading again? Nahum, <laughs> Nahum, whatever his name is, when he comes, then maybe they've gone back to their wicked ways and they don't repent this time. And so now mm-hmm. they get conquered by the Babylonians and the Medes. So that's, that's kind of what we're talking Me- about here. Medes. Not the veggies. <laughs> yeah, I was Not, like, yeah. Medes? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you two drinking on this day of Nahum? What am I drinking? Uh, I believe I'm drinking a ginger beer mixed with some whiskey. I don't know. Jace made it. He just handed you we a drink. about a whiskey ginger. That's oh, the name of that yeah. drink. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Tasty whiskey ginger. Yep. And I'm just having an IPA today. It's called Bits and Bobs. Again, That's I just adorable. bought it because of the name. Are you like... <laughs> From London or something. Yeah, exactly. Bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, Emily, what beautiful drink do you have? And is there a new theme now? Because we're in a new month. Yes. This is coming out in May. Actually, we're going to be recording next week on Cinco de Mayo, which I'm excited about. Mm. But it is Mezcal May. I'm, I'm Okay, so this is a blood orange mezcal margarita. Wow. It is amazing. Mezcal is a little bit different because... It has this like really smoky flavor to it. So it's almost a little bit more adjacent to a whiskey. Mm, I love that. In yeah. terms of the flavor palette. I think you'd really like it, Jace. Also, Dedeker. Yeah, I like mezcal a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It, because it has more of that whiskey kind of taste. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I added to my lime concoction some juice of a fresh blood orange. And it's just amazing. Highly recommend. I'll post this for sure. So we'll have a lot of really fun drinks coming up this month for you all. Yeah. And we still have some Terramana. So maybe next time for Cinco de Mayo for the live show, we'll do do some Terramana, the rock drinks. Heck yes. Do it. I I still got to buy that. Yeah. I'm buying Casamigos, but I need to find that one somewhere Mm -hmm. and try out the rocks tequila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he's got two. There's the Blanco and then there's the Reposado. Yeah, Reposado, exactly. I recommend the Reposado. It's my favorite of the okay. two. They're both okay. good, but but that's the one that I like the most. It's a little harder to find sometimes, but they carry it at the place across the street now. So we're all good. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so... Alrighty, shall we? Let's do this. So today we're reading the book of Nahum, chapters one through three. And then we're going to be doing one psalm today because it's a bit of a long one which is Psalms 104. And I was told by the internets that there's going to be a lot of battling, maybe even Nahum metaphorically or maybe literally calling out battle commands to the defending forces. And so I picked out some music that's got this kind of Lord of the Rings battle scene kind of vibe to it. 
like the Battle of Gondor. As we get started, I want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Nahum 1. feel like I'm Legolas because this is my drink is red so it's like the blood moon rises <laughs> what is it the red moon rises blood was spilled on this night yeah uh-huh. yeah that's Heck good yes. so do we have to cast like Sean Bean or Viggo Mortensen because it's another <gasps> yes. quick cast oh, I like Sean Bean for this actually is, he, is Nahum gonna die because well, <laughs> then Sean Bean one million percent well he if it's Sean Bean he has to die so he, right. whether it's in the book or not it's gonna have to happen it'll just happen anyways we haven't cast Sean Bean yet I think he yeah. we gotta call him in yeah okay and and Nineveh does lose. I don't know that he dies or not, but in our version, Ooh. he can. So I think that's great. Okay. Oof. Cool. Yeah. Kill him. Wow. Okay. I'm excited. Come on. We love that. All right. Ready. An oracle about Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum, the Elkoshite. Like he's an elk, maybe? Uh-huh. Yahweh? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like a half elk, half man. They're called Elkoshites in this. There you go. Cute. In this lore. <laughs> love it. Yahweh is a jealous God and avenges. Yahweh avenges and is full of wrath. Yahweh takes vengeance on his adversaries and he maintains wrath against his enemies. Already the like feelings that right. this kind of evokes are very different. It like feels different than the past men that we've listened to. <laughs> Yahweh is slow to anger and great in power and will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. Uh-oh. Yahweh has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry and dries up all the rivers. Bashan languishes in Carmel, and the flower of Lebanon languishes. I don't know what that means. The flower of Lebanon? Yeah, where do we think the flower of Lebanon is? Is that Nineveh, maybe? Oh, maybe? Mm. I have no idea. Caramel's a place, caramel. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's definitely not caramel. caramel. We've had many references to Mount Carmel. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That happened a lot in like a mountain. Exodus, yeah. Okay. The mountains quake before him and the hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence. Yes, the world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the fierceness of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire and the rocks are broken apart by him. Yahweh is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. But with an overflowing flood, he will make a full end of her place and will pursue his enemies into darkness. Is that like a reference to the flood or just maybe mm-hmm. anger? You know what? It's so funny that you mentioned the flood because when I think back to Noah and the flood, I'm just like, this feels like a completely different Yahweh. Y- yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I how mean, different? Different how? Well, he was still kind of a jerk, right? Yeah, totally. He hasn't changed that much. But okay, but I feel like I can respect flood Yahweh more because flood Yahweh, instead of jerking these people around, he was just like, you know what? I messed up. 
time to shake the etch a sketch. I'm just done with mm-hmm. this. Like uh-huh. he was ready to just cut ties and be done. Yeah. Instead of really trying to wheedle and canoodle and convince and threaten <laughs> and bribe these people into respecting him and loving him. I think he's you very know, far in now though. You know? He had better boundaries back then. Did he? <laughs> Okay, sure. That's my opinion. Now, against all of the people of the earth and himself. I did read in Wikipedia that supposedly Nahum uses something called metaphor. Oh, uh, I've heard so of that. I do think maybe this oh, that, flood is... that little thing called metaphor. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think this flood is maybe a metaphorical flood. Thank you. Okay. Maybe of, of sort of horse-like locusts that are actually soldiers. You know, like metaphors on metaphors or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. So the the locusts are real. These size. Can you imagine a locust the size of a horse? No, I don't want to. I think I I just I would stay inside forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Never leave my house. Yeah. But what if they were actually quite charming and you could domesticate them like a horse and ride them about? Mm-hmm. That change with an exoskeleton and stuff. Gosh. Only if it could fly me. Yeah, it could fly you. If it was like a little dragon. <laughs> you strap you strap you in, it'll be like a weird little exoskeleton no, alien-like dragon. No, you wouldn't go for it? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, oof. Like a Thestral or something. Uh, yeah, it really scares me. But uh, be, flying would be cool, but a giant bug is terrifying. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that. Yikes. Okay. What do you plot against Yahweh? He will make a full end. Affliction won't rise up the second time, for entangled like thorns and drunken as with their drink, they are consumed utterly like dry stubble. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that whenever we refer to stubble in this book, it, I think usually it's the leftovers of after you've threshed wheat and all you got left in the ground is just the stubble oh, that no one wants. You. Yeah. Right. Not what's on your face. Nah. Yeah. Nah. There is one gone forth out of you who devises evil against Yahweh, who counsels wickedness. Thus says Yahweh, though they be in full strength and likewise many, even so they will be cut down and he shall pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no more. Now I will break his yoke from off you and I will burst your bonds apart. Who are they? Ta- who is he talking about? Who's, who's yoke? Nineveh? Is Nineveh a dude or a place? It's a place, right? It's a place. Yeah. But often he talks to places like they're people, right? Kind of yeah. using... And he the... talks to people like they're places. <laughs> right. Both, yeah, goes both ways. <laughs> yes, that's true. It, so I'm looking at the message here and it says, I've afflicted you, Judah, true, but I won't afflict you again. From now on, I'm taking the yoke off your neck and splitting it up for kindling. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Okay, okay. Yahweh has commanded concerning you, quote, no more descendants will bear your name. Mm. Out of the house of your gods will I cut off the engraved image and the molten image. I will make your grave for you are vile. Who's he talking to? Okay, yeah, I see. Now he's talking to Nineveh. Like everyone? Everyone in Nineveh being like, you're you're all dead. You're all going to be cut off. You'll have no more ancestors because you're all going to die. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Behold on the mountains the feet of him who bring good news, who publishes peace. Keep your feasts, Judah. Perform your vows, for the wicked one will no more pass through you. He is utterly cut off. That's it. A good start. I guess this is, it's happy for the people of Israel, but it's terrible for the Ninevites. Is it Ninevites? 
Yeah. Now yeah. I'm confused that like it now he's talking about Nineveh like they're the enemy. Maybe they are. Well, Maybe aren't they become... in Assyria? And yeah, yeah, you're right. What? Okay, I'm just going to yes, dive it's into an ancient. Yeah. Yes, it's an ancient city in Assyria in Upper Mesopotamia. Okay, right. So I guess they were the enemies then. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, That's I'm going to dive into chapter two. We'll see. Cool. We'll see what happens. Okay. He who dashes in pieces has come up against you. Keep the fortress. <laughs> Watch the way. I think these are the battle commands. Oh, yeah. Strengthen yeah, yeah. your loins. Cool, cool. Oh, this is like Vigo or or Sean Bean like trying to be a big oh. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's blowing Ooh. the horn of Gondor for sure. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Strengthen your loins. Fortify your power mightily. For Yahweh restores the excellency of Jacob as the excellency of Israel. For the destroyers have destroyed them and ruined their vine branches. The shield of his mighty men is made red. The valiant men are in scarlet. The chariots flash with steel in the day of his preparation, and the pine spears are brandished. The chariots rage in the streets. They rush back and forth in the broad ways. By themselves? <laughs> they just like decide to go for a ride, like a joy ride by themselves. It's freaking rush hour out here. Yeah. <laughs> Doing donuts. Their appearance is like torches. They run like the lightnings. He summons like all of the lightnings, each troops. and every one. <laughs> the lightnings, whatever that yeah. means. They stumble on their way. They dash to its wall and the protective shield is put in place. The gates of the rivers are opened and the palace is dissolved. It is decreed. She is uncovered. She is carried away. And her handmaids moan as with the voice of doves beating on their breasts. <laughs> what was that? I was beating on my breast. Okay. Okay, okay. Got it. But Nineveh has been from of old like a pool of water, yet they flee away. Stop, stop, they cry, but no one looks back. Take the spoil of silver. Take the spoil of gold, for there is no end of the store the glory of all goodly furniture. Come on down. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, where did, where did the actual book stop and you started just oh, then? Just at the come on down. What? The glory of all goodly furniture is written in this book, sir. Okay, well. What did, wait, wow. what did Eugene say? Did he also talk about furniture? No, that's why I was so confused. He just said... Uh, um, Plunder the silver, plunder the gold, a bonanza of plunder. Okay, Take he dropped bonanza. That would that is a word that would get used in a local furniture store commercial. Mm, so the true. Venn diagram is there. That's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. The glory of all goodly furniture. She is empty, <laughs> void, and waste. Mm. The heart melts. The knees knock together. Their bodies and faces have grown pale. Where is the den of the lions? And the feeding place of the young lions, where the lion and the lioness walked, the lion's cubs, and no one made them afraid. He's really into lions. Do you think anyone can make a lion afraid? Mm. Oh, I mean, I'm sure if you really put your mind to it. If you had a dinosaur, mm, yeah, just inexplicably <laughs> come back to life, okay, in front of a lion, maybe a lion would be scared. Depending on the dinosaur, yeah, maybe, maybe a rhino, maybe if a moose. I think a rhino could scare a lion. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty big. I think so. And yeah, hefty. They're big. A hippopotamus. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. That For Christmas. <laughs> wow. Wow, Emily. <laughs> the lion tore in pieces enough for his cubs, 
and strangled for his lionesses, and filled his caves with the kill, and his dens with prey. Behold, I am against you, says Yahweh of hosts, and I will burn her chariots in the smoke, and the sword will devour your young lions, and I will cut off your prey from the earth, and the voice of your messengers will no longer be heard. I got really into this whole lion metaphor. That was fun. It's just all about lions. Yeah, yeah. Lions everywhere. And I was thinking, I was like, well, this is kind of incorrect because as we've discussed before on this show, as everyone knows, it's the lionesses who are the ones who do all the hunting and the killing. Mm. But then mm. I thought... That's not a patriarchal I, idea, though. It is not. Also, I was thinking at this time, who would actually stick around to observe what the lions were doing? Mm. I don't know, like... Right? Seems like something like maybe Aaron would do. Why Aaron? Or Moses. I don't know. Like they're bored out in the desert? Uh, well, maybe Moses. Yeah, somebody who observed and didn't talk much. Okay. Maybe Moses, not Aaron. Well, I'm just thinking maybe this is how this misinformation spread back in the day is because if a lion is hunting, you're not going to stick around. Or if you stumble upon a pride of lions, you're not going to be like, I'm going to sit here like Richard... David Attenborough. Maybe you're on a rock. Not Richard Attenborough. David Attenborough. <laughs> on a rock. And just watch. Like, no one's doing that back in the day. If David Attenborough was born mm. 3,000 years ago, he'd be dead. Yeah. Mm. Well, yes, either way he would be dead, but, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that, that, but we talked about people going up and like pulling the legs of lambs out of the lion's mouths. So maybe people are less afraid of lions than you think. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe yeah. less afraid of a lion than I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure though that this is a metaphorical lion. Kind of like if, if you think Game of Thrones, right? You could talk about the Lannisters as the lions. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that their crest? Yes. I think he's, I think, I think Nineveh is the Lannisters. In Game of Thrones. They always pay their debts. And also they're all evil. Well, not all of them, but they're kind of bad. They're bad yeah, babies. Pretty much most of the Lannisters were yeah. fairly evil. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't watched Game <laughs> of Thrones yet. Except for Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Well, kids, with that, we should take a break. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Before we go on to the final chapter, I can't believe we're already there. The final chapter of Nahum and then our psalm today. We want to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if it's something that you enjoy and love and are filled with love and light and the choicest furniture by listening to this show. (laughs) So the best thing you can do is spread the word and come check out our live shows. We do our live shows every week on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, which is 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We do that on Twitch. You can either go and watch on our website at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, or you can go to twitch.tv slash drunkbiblestudy and check us out there and join in the chat and join all of these amazing people who come every week. We love having you all here. And if you really love this show and want to help us keep this going, become one of our patrons on patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And as a thank you for becoming one of our parishioners there, we have things like early releases, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, and our undying affection. All right, let's finish this. This is it. Finale. Season finale. Here we go. (laughs) Nahum chapter three. Woe to the bloody city. It is all full of lies and robbery. The prey doesn't depart. The noise of the whip, the noise of the rattling of wheels, 
prancing horses and bounding chariots. The horsemen mounting and the flashing sword. Oh, such a glittering spear. Wow. Oh my God. Such a word picture. This is very, yeah. So excited. Very Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And a multitude of slain and a great heap of corpses. And there is no end to the bodies. Okay, I think I'm out. They stumble on their bodies because of the multitude of the prostitution of the of alluring prostitute. Drink. Drink. <laughs> you can't drink for that, yes. What exactly are we drinking for? Just misogyny? You're right. Don't drink. Don't drink. If we're going to be drinking for misogyny. I think prostitute metaphors. We will die. <laughs> okay. We will die. You're right. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, so they stumble on their bodies because of the multitude of the prostitution of the alluring prostitute, comma, the mistress of witchcraft, Ooh. who sells nations through her prostitution and families through her witchcraft. So she's a witchy woman, basically. A witchy, w- witchy oh. slutty woman. I have to know what it says in the message. I was just that. pulling it up because I also wondered. Yeah, come on, come on. Okay, come let's on. see here. Boy, oh boy, Eugene. So I'm going to go back a little bit. Bodies in every gutter and alley, clogging every intersection. (laughs) And whores. Whores without end. Whores. Whore city. (laughs) Whores. (laughs) Eugene loves that. He loves naming cities. (laughs) The city of whores. Come on down. (laughs) (laughs) To the glory of goodly furniture and whore city. And whore city. Fatally seductive, you're the witch of seduction, luring nations to their ruin with your evil spells. Wow. Oh, God, a handle of your loins. That was a good one. Good job, (laughs) Eugene. city. That was some word word poetry right there. (laughs) Holy moly. Okay. (laughs) Carrying on. Behold, I am against you, says Yahweh of hosts. And, oh boy. Uh, boy, content warning here. And I will lift your skirts over your face. Oh, dear. I will show the nations your nakedness and the kingdoms your shame. Jeez. I will throw abominable filth on you and make you vile and will set you a spectacle. What? Yeah. Throw God caca? Like, what is this? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think pretty much that's what he's talking about here. It will happen that all those who look at you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is laid waste. Who will mourn for her? Where will I seek comforters for you? I guess we got to start another shop that's like... Like duvet covers? Like Yeah, sell some nice... Desirable linens or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Are you better than Amon? I'm sorry? There's No. No. I guess that's a city? Dash Amon. No, dash Amon. No, Amon. Now, in the version I'm reading, there's parentheses that says, or Thebes. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's another name for Thebes, well, maybe, or possibly is. No one knows. Okay. So, are you better than Noamon or Thebes, who was situated among the rivers, who had the waters around her, whose rampart was the sea, and her wall was of the sea? <laughs> See, see all around. Cush and Egypt were her boundless strength. Put and Libya were her helpers. Yet was she carried away. She went into captivity. Her young children also 
were dashed in pieces at the head of all the streets, and they cast lots for her honorable men, and all her great men were bound in chains. Wow. You also will be drunken. <laughs> okay, check. Drink of that. <laughs> um, yes. They're not wrong. Well, at least you're drinking to get through all this horrible stuff. Yeah, this is rough. This is rough. I, oh boy. Content warning again? Wait, really? Don't give Bibles. Don't give Bibles to kids. Like, just reading about... Don't give this story, that's for sure. Yeah. Give them a good old Jonah. Yeah, I think I saw someone in our, you know, Fans and Fellowship Facebook group linked to a story about a Florida man who, in the midst of all this, like, calls for book banning and book censorship across the country, he's being like, hey, we should add the Bible to this list while we're at it. Have you read this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're freaking out about CRT. Like, do you want to read a little bit of Leviticus? Thank you, Florida man. Thank you. Right. Right. Or just like how often there's these like, obvious rape yeah. that Yahweh is threatening to do to people. It's like, yikes, guys. This is rough. This is yeah. not this is not a child friendly or anyone friendly book. It's not. Anyway. You also will be drunken to make it through this book. You will be hidden. You also will seek a stronghold because of the enemy. All your fortresses will be like fig trees with the first ripe figs. If they are shaken, they fall into the mouth of the eater. Is that how we harvest fig trees? Just open mouth yeah. and shake? Just um, yeah. I bet, isn't there like a giant, oh no, is there a giant like seed in the middle? No, or figs is it have multiple, multiple tiny Seeds. Little, little, little tiny, tiny seeds. seeds, yes. So I guess you could throw it in your mouth. But I feel like figs are big enough. That I wouldn't want one like to drop straight into my mouth. I would not enjoy that. Mm. Yeah, there. It depends on the fig, but yeah, some of them are kind of. It's not the most like big. aerodynamic. I don't know. Ergonomic shape to <laughs> to fit. It's kind of teardrop, like <laughs> yeah. teardrop. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that be God. The aim on that would be so hard. Like like it would fall from a distance. It would just get you in the eye. Yeah. 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 You're right. It'd like bonk your nose. You're like, ow, fig geez. in the eye. Um, now, okay, here's here's one for us to try to understand. Verse 13. Behold, your troops in your midst are women. Huh? The worst. The worst insults. <laughs> is it that? Is he just, is, is this an insult? Or is there actually something about women in this? What do you think? Gotta be an insult. Insult, I'm assuming. It's like the right. oldest insult in the book. Are you kidding me? Like women, like serving as a troop? It's insult is oldest what? patriarchy. Come on now. Yeah, Eugene translates this to your warriors are wimps. Okay, so yeah. Okay, <laughs> clearly. That's what that's what we're doing here. Thank you for conflating women with wimps. Thank you. Yeah, boy, oh boy, Eugene. The gates of your land are set wide open to your enemies. The fire has devoured your bars. No! No, not the bar. <laughs> not the bar. No, not the archipelago sandwich <laughs> pub and bar. That's uh, my... Draw water. Today. Draw water for the siege. Strengthen your fortresses. Go into the clay and tread the mortar. Make the brick kiln strong. There, the fire will devour you. The sword will cut you off. It will devour you like the grasshopper. Is the grasshopper the one eating you or, or are you eating the grasshopper? Sword I'm confused about this. How are you like the grasshopper? I think the grasshopper's got to be the thing that eats, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sort of like a locust comes and eats all your crops and stuff. Okay. Multiply like grasshoppers. Multiply like the locust. You have increased your merchants more than the stars in the sky. Uh. The grasshopper strips and flees away. It strips? <laughs> 
It's doing a striptease. But then runs off stage right now. It's like a, a burlesque <laughs> show, you know, where like right when the last piece comes off, then they're off stage. Yeah. Okay. Your guards are like the locusts and your officials like the swarm of locusts, which settle on the walls on a cold day. But when the sun appears, they flee away and their place is not known where they are. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Got it. Okay, hold on. Let's unpack that. Guards are like locusts. Yep. It's just a beautifully written, beautifully mm-hmm. translated uh-huh, piece uh-huh. of... I mean, you weren't lying about the metaphor thing. This is like several layers of metaphor. This is like a beef wellington of metaphors yeah. here. Okay, guards are like the locusts. <laughs> Officials like the swarms of locusts. And they settle on the walls on a cold day. Uh-huh. And then when the sun appears, then they flee away. And their place is not known where they are. Okay, so your officials settle on the walls when it's cold and then the sun comes out and they're like, oh no, and then no one knows where they go or where they were. Or Right, and those are the officials and the soldiers, I guess, that now they're gone and you, you're like, I don't know where they went. I never saw right, them. Right, because they're wimps slash women. Oh, Got it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're women wimps. Okay. Right, okay, so... Eugene says, early on, they're all at your service, full of smiles and promises. I guess that's them being on the walls. But later, when you return with questions or complaints, you'll find they've flown off and are nowhere to be found. (laughs) I've, I've worked with some businesses like that. So, okay. Your shepherds slumber, kings of Assyria. Your nobles lie down. Your people are scattered on the mountains, and there is no one to gather them. There is no healing your wound, for your injury is fatal. All who hear the report of you clap their hands over you. Who hasn't felt your endless cruelty? I see. So everyone comes and sees their bodies and it's like slow clap kind of starts. And they're like, (laughs) yeah, all right. These guys did suck. So Nahum, we know nothing about this person. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold it. That was the end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the end. That was it. That's the end. Gosh, okay. We all clap. The slow clap okay. at the end. And so then, there was like that's it. two seconds where he was given some some commands in battle, and that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And then he went on talking about lions for a little while, and then it got really graphic mm-hmm. about these heaps of corpses mixed in with a bunch of prostitutes yep. and witches. Do yep. you think this ever happened? This battle, or is it just a metaphorical battle? Maybe we're all. Uh, I mean, I'm, maybe we're all wrong in casting Sean B because maybe Nahum is just one of those guys who really glorifies battle, but is actually too much of a coward in reality to get all up in there. So, like worm time. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, that I guy. do think it's a little late in the game to bring in Brad Dorif because we did just shoot this whole thing. I really like him though. He was amazing in Deadwood oh, also. He was amazing in Mist 3, let me tell you. Mist 3? <laughs> yes, he was the villain in that. <laughs> wow, that's a deep cut, Dedeker. Yeah, very Anyway, deep. Um, it might be a little bit late because I think we did just shoot this whole book with Sean Bean, but I can add Brad Dorff to the list if that will make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean was a good person to be in there. He he has to go dark, though. Well, here's mm. the question, though. How did we kill Nahum in the end? Because Sean Bean's got to die. That's in, in his contract. I don't contract. know. He gets, like... Maybe he gets burned alive or something. I, I think know. multiple multiple forms of death, though, is good. So multiple arrows, for sure. Jeez. Yeah. 
I listen, I just finished Hannibal. A lot of people get burned in Hannibal. So maybe given a swirly in the toilet and then burned alive. I have an idea. Because this is all sort of metaphor and envisions and stuff like that, what if it's we get to kill Sean Bean in a lot of different ways? Oh, yeah. In all these different visions, right? He gets killed by locusts. Mm. Horse locusts. He gets killed by an army of women. And and lions. And lions. An army of women, yes. And like the best one. Screwed to death by prostitutes. (laughs) Death by schnoo schnoo. Love it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I think that's I, th- I think we'll stick with Sean Bean for this one and then we'll just have to the deaths will sort of be in visions and you kind of leave you leave the theater from this one not quite knowing what was real. Mm. You know, it's one of those kind of experiences because that's how I felt reading okay. this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Exactly. Wow. Nay nahum na um nahum everybody. Nah. There it was. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a good one to sort of keep in mind for if you ever did want to really make the case for how not child-friendly the oh, Bible is. Maybe Nahum's a good name to keep in uh, mind. Like this and 75 other passages. I mean, yes, sure. Fair. Fair oh, remember Nahum. Can we have a palate cleanser in the form of a psalm that is silly? Yeah, because... Now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms, or just one, actually. 104. Bless Yahweh, my soul. I don't know, this is probably by David, so. Yahweh, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty. Not really after that last book, but we'll pretend. Yikes. He covers himself with light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a curtain. He lays the beams of his rooms in the waters. He makes the clouds his chariot. He walks on the wings of the wind. He makes his messengers winds and his servants flames of fire. He laid the foundation of the earth that it should not be moved forever. You covered it with the deep as with a cloak. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, they fled. At the voice hold on, of your th- hold on, what? what the waters stood above the mountains, and at yeah, your know, rebuke, they fled. Do you think that's just there was a bad yeah. storm coming in, and Yahweh was like, "Shoo, shoo, shoo." I'm. It, this almost feels like it's sort of a, a retelling of the creation. Mm. Oh, because he talks about like he makes the clouds his chariot. He walks on the wings of the wind. You know, like. Cool. Maybe the super metaphorical thing of yeah, I don't know. Like everything was underwater, and then you made the water go away so the mountains could come up, or something like that. Yeah. At the voice of your thunder, they hurried away. The mountains rose. The valleys sank down. Cassie yeah, to the place which you had assigned to them. It does seem like creationism, maybe. Yeah. You have set a boundary that they may not pass over, that they don't turn again to cover the earth. He sends springs into the valleys. They run among the mountains. They give drink to every animal of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. (laughs) Is that that what a wild donkey sounds like? That's not a donkey noise. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to do like a hee-haw, but it it came out wrong. Sorry. (laughs) Let's try that again. That was a better hee-haw. The birds of the sky nest by them. (laughs) They sing among the branches. (laughs) 
I like how every bird in this family is some kind of dove. Just like different dove Don't cries. look it in the eye, okay? When doves cry by Prince. Okay. Uh-huh. He waters the mountains from his rooms. What? What? The, I don't know. Apparently Wait, God is he a waters giant... waters the mountains, the mountains from his, his rooms. rooms. Like, he has a giant room in the sky, like multiple... Okay, and that's where he takes the little watering can and pours it down on the earth, I think. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The earth is filled with the fruit of your works. He causes the grass to grow for the livestock and plants for man to cultivate, Hmm. that he may produce food out of the earth, wine that makes the heart of man glad, oil to make his face shine. Boy, doesn't it. Yeah. I love a good oil at night and bread that strengthens (laughs) man's heart. Yahweh's trees are well watered. The cedars of Lebanon, which he has planted, where the birds make their nests. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. The stork makes its home in the cypress trees. I don't know what a... Oh, a stork is more like a... I don't know what stork It's like very like. high pitch. I don't know. Is it really? Yeah. Like if you hear... Oh, no, maybe not. No, I'm thinking of a pelican. That's not the same. Is it the same? <laughs> I'm Googling, what do storks sound like? Storks aren't, I don't know, like storks and pelicans, like kind of, I'm conflating them. Wow. Okay. Storks make a sound kind of like, <laughs> like really freaky sounds. That's so. very dinosaur-esque. Okay. Yep. Okay. So something about a stork. The high mountains are for the wild geese. The rocks are a refuge for the rock badgers. Oh my. What, what the is a rock badger? That's is, awesome. Is that like a honey badger? It's like a rock lobster, but a badger. Oh yeah, that's good. Rock badger. Like that. Yeah. He appointed the moon for seasons. The sun knows when to set. You make darkness, and it is night, in which all the animals of the forest prowl. The young lions roar after their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away and lie down in their dens. Man goes out to his work, to his labor until the evening. Yahweh, how many are your works? In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your riches. There is the sea, great and wide, in which are innumerable living things. Both small and large animals. That is true about the sea. No one denies yes. that the sea is small filled with large. innumerable living things, small and large. It's true. Mostly terrifying things. <laughs> you hate water. There the ships go and Leviathan, whom you formed to play there. Oh, snap. Uh, wow. We haven't I seen Leviathan it. in a while. This is great. He made an appearance again. Yeah. These all wait for you that you may give them their food in due season. You give them, they gather. You open your hand, they're satisfied with good. You hide your face, they are troubled. Mm. You take away their breath, they die. And return to the dust. Or the sea dust, I don't know. You send out your spirit and they are created. You renew the face of the ground. Let Yahweh's glory endure forever. Let Yahweh rejoice in his works He looks at the earth and it trembles. Mm -hmm. He touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to Yahweh as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have any being. 
Let my meditation be sweet to him. I will rejoice in Yahweh. Let sinners be consumed out of the earth. Let the wicked be no more. Bless Yahweh, my soul. Praise Yah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. wow. I don't know if you know this. but um, Very artistic. (laughs) When you Google rock badger, they're pretty cute. Oh. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Is it different than a honey badger? Yeah. So it redirects you to a rock hyrax, I suppose, is the more accurate name and yeah they're kind of they are very cute yeah like a little cross between i don't even know like a weasel but and a mouse and or like it looks sort of like a grumpy lemur maybe <laughs> grumpy lemur but in a cute way okay. <laughs> that's interesting i'm in a cute, cute way lemur. yeah lemur lemur yeah wow. well you know god watches over the rock badger mm-hmm. yeah well we're going to do a quiz now on all that fun oh, wow. stuff. Goodness. Yeah. So stick around for the bonus and yes. see if we remembered anything from this book. It's going to be about the sad stuff, not about the fun animals prancing around like awesome animals, but that's okay. We can only hope that, that rock badgers make an appearance in the quiz, yes. but we don't know. Fingers crossed. All righty. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch or Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by the, by the Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know